When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, and welcome to episode five. We've been doing this for a whole month of the Gust of Wind podcast. Uh, myself and my co-host, Gazer pm 2 k Gazer, how you doing? How's it going? It's going okay this Sunday afternoon. I guess for you it's a Sunday evening, but uh, it's going yep. okay. Can't complain about anything. Right it's on. all good. Uh, how do you feel about us doing this for five episodes now? Five weeks? Uh, oh, basically a, a, a calendar month. How do you yeah, feel? It's been a month. It's been a month. It feels, I'm having a good time. It doesn't I feel like a earlier month. this week. It, it feels like a month to me. You don't think so? I mean, like, yes and no. Just, like, the time in between episodes just blurs by so fast, honestly, so. I told you um, earlier this week, I said, um, I'm really enjoying what we're doing, and um, it's a lot of hope fun. we can keep going along those lines, man. It's, it's just fun. fun. I'm having a good time. And, yeah. and speaking of fun, today we're joined by none other than Gabe Smart, a.k.a. Smart TCG. Gabe, how's it going? Welcome in. I'm doing fantastic. I'm super happy to be here, and like, I'm super excited to be, um, you know, like, talking about stuff. Um, yeah, it has to do with um, the Pokemon trading card game. So yeah, I'm excited. Thanks for having me. Anytime, anytime. Yeah, we're really trying to get everybody from little YouTubers to uh, professional players. And then who knows where the end of the line will, will take us eventually. If we can even get like Stefan Wynn on here to be like, hey, you want to talk about what you can't you can legally talk about? That'd be cool. Um, but yeah, it's it's awesome to have you on, man. Glad to glad to have you be here. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. So, yeah, Gabe, when you said um you would do it, man, I was I was excited. I told someone said, hey, I think I think Gabe's gonna go for it. Yeah. And then end up being the weekend of yeah. you going to Germany. I'm like, never mind. Yeah. We'll do it the next week. So, yeah. <laughs> that wasn't the greatest of timing, you guys. Yeah, I didn't realize it. I was it was like Monday, and I'm like, hey, wait, I know you, I know you got Gabe to say yes, but isn't he going to EUIC? <laughs> and I, I said, let me. I said, you're, you're probably right. Let me see. I said, hey, Gabe, you're going to Germany, right? Oh yeah, I am going to Germany. I was like, okay. So, so yeah, we kind of scram- we kind of scrambled there to to fill the fill the spot, but I'm glad you're flexible sorry about that you guys no yeah, no it's cool man you gotta you gotta chase them stipends dude yeah, not be, yeah. So, yeah. so uh you've been playing pokemon for how long now that's a great question um i get this question a lot um so i started um playing casually you know like um going to league you know like once a week you know like um like all my decks were terrible like they were all like um the borderline theme decks i would probably say back in like 2010 um 2011 and then i kind of stayed in that you know like um range of not you know like really knowing um what i was doing up until about 2000 let's say 15 and 16 like i started to be like hey you know like um like i could go to a league cup you know like i could go to maybe you know like my um like my local regional or something like that and then starting in about uh, i think like 2019 that was when you know like i really started to take it um more seriously and then over the past year or so was when i you know like kind of um you know like took it to like the next level and that's you know kind of where i've been so far so yeah like i started playing about almost a decade ago so okay okay that's that's so just this past year okay that's interesting yeah 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 and like i would probably say like this past like year year and a half um i would probably say start of um 
2020 was you know like really yeah like it was like really the time where it's like okay i'm gonna go for it and then you know, like the past you know like probably five to six months was when i'm just like i'm all in so yeah i yeah, know yeah, like it's been a crazy ride for sure yeah and... I, i'm sure the pandemic like kind of putting a thorn in everyone's side really didn't help with that yeah. either though too but you found a way to make it uh you know make it through anyways and adapt uh especially in the online era playing a lot of online tournaments and you know developing your game that way how did how yeah. do you feel about the transition from like just diving in ready to go head first off the diving board competitively to just a dead halt with the pandemic into um, like the online yeah yeah so um that's a really good question so i got um 22nd at um collins regionals and i was like sick you know like i am you know like finally starting to make um you know like strides in the game and stuff like that and then covid hit like that's what you thought was two or three weeks later and then you're like i was just like well shoot you know like um what do i do uh so when it came to the years 2020 through february of 2022 i just was like i want to get you know like significantly um better at the trading card game and i just grinded an insane amount of hours at the game like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of hours just like non-stop and now we're here so um but you know like i would say you know like the it was definitely a surprise um when the season got um when it got um postponed to start off with i was like oh you know like it's probably you know like we'll probably be off for maybe like two to three months and then we'll be back at it and then yeah. it went on for two years <laughs> yeah so i honestly like big, yeah. i honestly thought like okay cool we'll miss rebel clash pre-release yeah. we'll miss you know this <laughs> this circuit of cops exactly and, I... and then we'll miss these two regionals and we'll be back at it by the summer and then it just it, yeah. yeah it, 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 yeah, it honestly felt like an eternity like we we i still bought cards uh, I bought like uh, two cases worth of Rebel Clash by the time it was all said and done, oh. ready to go for for everything, and then just like to fall flat. And yeah. oh man, it yeah, we went we went really hard at that point in time. Uh, my partner and I, she she and I were like, like, let's do it this year. Let's actually take it super seriously. And then yeah, it just COVID kind of ruined it all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, like like I think she had like a hundred something championship points before like everything okay. went down, and it was like I don't, I want to say like december when she had it and we've only done like cups and stuff they didn't get a chance to go to anything else yet so she was doing all right uh and yeah i i organized more than i played at that time okay for sure yeah cool but yeah no you've you've really torn it up and and now you're going full-time with your content is what i saw today uh mm -hmm. you talked about Do you want to lead into that for a minute sure yeah so um over the past probably like um like a month or so um coaching has been like super good but the problem with it was that when you work and you also do that you can't really um i would say like commit the amount of time that you want to do to something that like you know that um like you could really um you know, like start to grow and it's something that like you truly truly love so i was kind of in the position where it's like i live at home i have a lot of money saved up i'm going to try this right now and you know like i thought about it you know for like a long time and i talked to some people um yesterday and i was just like you know what i want to do it and see you know, like exactly how it goes so um i'm starting full time i think on like the 11th or 12th um hey. so you know, like we'll see exactly how that goes awesome. um 
and yeah, yeah. So I'm excited to see you know like what the future brings and yeah. I, I assume that your parents are very supportive <coughs> of all of it all the whole way oh, through. Yeah. So that's that's awesome. That's uh, yeah, that, yeah. a lot of a lot of parents don't understand for a lot of people. <laughs> they um, didn't for a long time too, yeah. and they're like <laughs> they're like, why what? are you going to you know like I don't know like collinsville you know like they're playing like a you know and like a stupid pokemon tournament right and then you're like they started to see exactly i'm like okay you know like this is actually like starting to lead you know to certain things and i'm like hey you know like mm -hmm. i got um top eight at salt lake city and they're like oh you know, like that's a lot of guap and then it's just you know i'm so far yeah so yeah you know, and i mean to, to make to top eight uh the first like event back that that's pretty hype man uh yeah, yeah so it's... big congrats for that uh Thank you, yeah. I mean, it didn't start off well. I think I started three and two, and then I hit a deck that was um, supposed to beat me, and um, I got destroyed in game one, and I'm like, well, looks like we're going three, three at the first regional, and then I ran <laughs> off, I think, I think I went like seven, oh, and one um, after like round five, so I just went on just a ridiculous heater. And then Did you I, hit a lot like, of Muse? Um, I hit five on the day, and I... Um, Two owed them all with Gengar. I yeah, I mean, five game. out of nine rounds. That's that's. Well, no, no, no. It was um. <laughs> that's what you need. Five out of fourteen. Okay. So, well, yeah. I mean, like for oh. day day one at least, like to, to, to push two, it through. I, yeah. Two or three, I think. Okay. Yeah, I hit two or three. That's not bad at all, then. So that's pretty solid. Yeah, it like, felt pretty like good. It, that, that gets you at least halfway through day one. And, exactly. Uh, yeah. That's honestly yeah. all the momentum you really need to start pushing through. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And that was honestly kind of like the thought process was just like okay i just need i'm six two one i'm probably gonna hit um three to four muse so that's already you know like um three to four wins i just need two to three more to make day two so like that was kind of the thought process you know like when i chose um something like a gengar v max was okay like i should be able to pick up like three to four like relatively um free wins which was pretty much exactly what i was able That's to what happened isn't so, it yeah 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 so kind of yeah, did kind of fell into place. It was a good call you definitely had a good meta call for that one <laughs> did the yeah. oceania regionals help you make that decision for gengar yes yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. um because i think there was like four um i think there's like four mu in top eight so i was like okay yeah. mu and, is you yep. know like clearly the best deck um it's just yeah and i just like okay you know what i'm gonna play something that absolutely um you know like has you know, like a 70 30 versus it and that was you know kind of the reason behind it um so yeah and also you know like um decks like ravishek urshu at the time were like relatively yeah. non-existent so at the time i was <laughs> like what do yeah <laughs> so you know that was the time where i think you like think i was at its peak yeah we didn't really have like the triangle format that we kind of have now at the time right. so i love that triangle format i love yeah. it a circle of life kind of boom boom i love it gazer do you have anything you want to add before we do into rapid flow i have plenty of things to add uh this if, if anyone's wondering i know this guy kind of personally yeah vance has got a local uh local tournament uh about what a month and a half ago maybe yep got absolutely bodied at that tournament but you know, like it was um <laughs> you know, super nice to meet you there yeah he uh, told me there was a 1k going on uh not too far from uh my hometown basically 15 minutes away. Yeah. He lives about two hours away, two and a half hours. He drove out. I ran into him, ran into Liam Kidd, ran into Dr. Taste Bad, a few uh, other Twitchers and YouTubers. And it was a good time. It got me interested in playing real life. And I've been playing real life locals ever since. I've been going to that same shop, Gabe. Oh, yeah. 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 <clears throat> I think, really let me uh, run up my records real quick, see if this impresses you or not. But I think the first time I went, I went 1-1-1. Okay. Okay. Then I went 2-1. Okay. 
Then I went one two. Okay, so you want to? I went two one. Okay. Then I won it all. Went three zero. That's improvement. And this last week I went three one. Nice. So what you're saying is Gazer needs a coaching lesson to further his game. <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean, like, do you feel like that's what you need now, Gazer? That you've played a few times, or do you like what? Do you, what do you want to do with yourself yeah, yeah. here at this point? Like, do you want to get out there? I don't and play know. Because I mean, I'm seeing. I want to keep playing more, of course, and I I love the fact that now I see plays that I would have seen like a turn later. I see them like as I'm doing like, oh wait, wait, I better not do that because this, that, and this could happen. You know, so I'm seeing stuff ahead of time and I'm stopping myself. Whereas you know when I played online, I just do it and then like a turn later, I'm like oh my gosh, I shouldn't have done that. So I'm seeing stuff. I love that part. But um, yeah, definitely. I hit up Gabe for some coaching lessons. Now he's doing it, you know, full time now. There we go. Yeah, we'll have all your links in the descriptions and everything. So make sure you send all that over eventually. <laughs> Uh, but now we'll do rapid yeah. flow questions. This is uh, something that we like to do. It's going to be five short burst questions that we're both going to tag team back and forth through. Just give us mm -hmm. your uh, first answer that comes to mind, short and sweet. Ow, let Gazer, it out. Gazer, take it away. Okay, uh, Gabe, favorite restaurant? Oh, my God. Um, come on, come on, come on. I'll do Chipotle. Okay, <laughs> all right. Uh, sleeves, deck blocks, and playmat you have right now for your main deck. Um, Ultra Pro. Um, Glossies. Um, I like the gloss ones. And then for my box, I have a Pokemon um, that has you know, like a Tapu Lele, um, has a Tapu Bulu, Finny, and then okay. also a Coco. Pokemon and Center. then for my mat, um, I like to use um, like the regional ones and stuff like that because um, they're free. So those are probably the nice. ones I like to use for regionals. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Must so. be nice. All right. Um, single Strike, Rapid Strike, or Fusion Strike? Uh, Fusion Strike. Which engine is better, wow. Bibarel or Drizzle? Um, Drizzle. Okay. Um, under the radar deck that you think can do well this uh, weekend? Um. Oh no, <laughs> that's a good question. Come on. Um. Hoopa Moltres. Okay. Yeah. I, the, the Hoopa man. Hoopa has really been like. I see that. I've been loving Hoopa. The V, oh, so much. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That one's it good. it feels it feels solid. Uh, Just wait till we get. Are you talking now? Are you talking like single prize Hoopa though in this in this instance? Um, I th um I think the combo in general with um like Hoopa V um and also the Moltres. I'm not entirely sure exactly what deck, but I think that's something with those are gonna do very very well at the events. Okay, something okay. with the V and also something with the Moltres. Yeah. Awesome. The v Just is wait till we get uh till we get Dark Patch back. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah, it's gonna be amazing. Yeah, Dark Patch will definitely shake things up. I don't, I don't think Dark Rise like as good as everyone's cracking it up to be. Honestly, I feel like it's a little bit of overhype. But I mean, we've seen like that Dark Rise archetype do well years after years. That was so. That was I, years I, ago. Everything I, is so much bigger now. I mean, I don't, I, yeah, I don't know where to where to go with the Astral Radiance yet. I know I like Palkia so far, um, mm -hmm. but I don't think it's like tier one by any means though. I like Palkia. I want that Dark Patch. That's, I'm just, I'm after Dark Patch. Yeah, Dark Patch can do a lot. That'll be pretty cool once we get to that point in time. Mm -hmm. All right. So now we will just uh, shoot the breeze, uh, basically, for a little bit. So what do you think your next move is going to be, Gabe? From uh, Other um, than the regionals and, and internats this year and, and worlds. What's your next move? Are you saying, like, after the season? Yeah. That is a great question. Um, so 
I plan to go back um to school in September. Okay. Um that is the plan as of right now. If I for some reason won, you know, like multiple regionals or something like that, or I just went on just this crazy run, or you know, like my um like um content creation, you know, like really started to grow, then I would consider maybe taking another semester off, maybe just um doing it um like Ooh. online or something like that. Okay. I'm not entirely sure as of right now. I'm kind of, you know, like fully focused into these next three to four months, just you know, like pushing like um like all the chips forward, basically just saying, let's see what, you know, like we can do. And then you know, like we'll kind of go from there. But as of right now, I probably cannot um give you an answer that's like five or six months out because yeah, i simply don't know yet <clears throat> no i mean it, it's definitely cool that you yeah. uh that you want to go uh and, and get a degree and and kind of stuff what would you uh what would you go for if you don't mind us asking that? um psychology okay. yeah yeah so basically um okay. i graduated from high school in um 2021 <clears throat> so i'm actually still like super young a lot of people think i'm like 20 22 um i'm only 19 actually so yeah. I took a year off and I'm kind of been, you know, like focusing on Pokemon as of right now. And you know, like we're just gonna see exactly, you know, like how it goes. But you know, like school is always gonna be a fallback. Yeah. Um, for sure. It's definitely not uncommon to like put put that back a couple years and go out and live a little bit and do your thing, you know? Especially if you're one doing good and having success. I was gonna like, say that. In this in this kind of climate. Yeah. I mean, the way the world has moved. In the past couple yeah, years with content colors. creation and streaming yes. and just it's all going internet and everything it, it's going that way it really is and the overall the economies and 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 dire straits and people can make 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 it by uh doing this stuff i somehow survived a whole year solely off of twitch revenue i don't know how i did it uh blessed <laughs> good good community um but a bits right the bits i don't the, yeah yeah gays are 20 25 bits, yes, sir, 25 uh, bits a five, day. five days mm -hmm. a week man that that dollar 25 really put ramen in my uh pantry i know but i know i do like i do like noodles so. <laughs> a little chubby dude but it's fine <laughs> no, okay man, what you're saying is too. uh makes perfect sense man what you think makes perfect sense um you could plan to go back, you know, to school this semester. But I mean, if let's say your content just takes off and it's, it blows up, that's basically what it let's is. Let's say you get some type of offer, something along the lines of like a Chip Richie or something like that, where you know, like, hey, we love what you're doing. We want you to be more part of a this whole T, you know, TCG thing. You never know, and yeah. I can see that happening for you. So I mean, keeping your options open, that's it makes perfect sense. Yeah, I mean, you've you've done you've done a few different uh, teams and groups too. Uh, has has sure. any of those ever like brought anything to the table that you're like, all right, I want to stay a part of this? uh specifically or is it more of just like hey we exist together we're play testing partners kind of thing yeah yeah so like um so for instance i'm um, something like the shuffle squad that was you know like more or less a sponsorship as well and um <laughs> i think it kind of depends on exactly what i am you know like um like offered as a content creator and also a um competitive pokemon player so you know like yeah i mean I try to be like a business person at the very least. So if, if Raid Shadow Legends slides into your DMs, would you do it? <laughs> well, it depends what they're giving me. There you go. That's the answer. Yeah, you yeah, gotta do it. I did it once, and it was nice. I declined it the second time, and I'm contemplating the third offer now. Uh, take it. Uh, it's, it's, take it. Uh, if, I tell, if I tell him no one more time, 
and then wait. Maybe the th- the th- the fourth offer will be even better. I wish they would message me. You, <laughs> I wish anyone. It, <laughs> hey, here's here's hey, public, hey, public announcement, Gazer. If anyone wants to, to wants me to sponsor wants to sponsor me for anything, I will do it. Anything doesn't matter. Whatever you're selling, I will sell it for you. Dollar Whatever, shave just club. Anything. Yes. <laughs> I don't, you know, to keep the, the shine going on. I'm, I'm, whatever. Oh, come on, man. I have hair. <laughs> <laughs> to an extent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> so leading into this crazy triple weekend of events. Oh, yeah. How do you feel overall about the different metagames in each of these places? Ooh, okay, so that's a good question. So um, after Salt Lake City, um, Gengar BMX was like super popular. And then stuff like... Um, Rapishak Arshru started to um, pop up at Liverpool Regionals. Um, Robin Schultz won. So, you know, it's almost just like whatever deck, you know, like wins a regional. Um, the next event, people are going to try and um, counter that deck. And that's pretty much exactly, you know, like what has happened um, so far. So when it comes to something like um, Indianapolis Regionals, I expect there to be a lot of decks that are trying to counter stuff, you know, like the Rapid Striker Shifu, uh, because mm-hmm. that deck took up five of the top eight slots. Like, that is showing that that deck is incredible right now. It is a tier one deck. Um, arguably is now um, considered the best deck in the format. Mew is kind of, you know, like, started to slide down to, like, that number two. Still is also a super strong deck, but... Rapid Strike Urshifu is you know, like really starting to become that deck where it's like we need to beat this or we need to take a 50-50 versus it. Um, so when it comes to the regional that is um coming up this week, I expect to see Rapid Strike Urshifu to still do well. Um, but I think there are going to be some decks like um the Duraludon VMAX that I think is going to show up to try yeah. and um counter the deck, even though I don't you know, like necessarily think it um consistently beats it because Rabbishrek Urshifu plays um, basic fighting energy, so I think the matchup is still actually, like, relatively close. Um, Coming to New Jersey, I have absolutely no idea, um, simply because, like, we kind of um, have to wait to see what um, happens in Indy, and then, you like, we can really start to, you know, be like, okay, this is, like, the deck to beat. So, for instance, if um, something like a Rabbishrek Urshifu wins um, back-to-back events, then it's like, okay, we either have to play something that beats it, or we have to play, you know, that exact deck. So that's, you know, kind of exactly where I am right now. Um, when it comes to my playtesting, I would definitely say, you know, like, Rapid Shark Urshifu is in, you know, like, the top three decks that I will probably play. But I'm not exactly sure yet if, you know, like, it is a deck that I want to bring. Simply because I am, you know, like, kind of afraid of, oh, you know, like, so many people are going to be putting in things like the Hoopa V in their deck, um, like the Dunsparce um, plus Dunsparce. the Manaphy combo, right? Yeah. So, you know, like, tons of people are like, really going to be, like, trying to counter it, which is the only reason why I'm like, okay, maybe I don't want to play this deck. Yeah, it's it's, it's crazy to see how, like, every event leads up into the next, and it just completely shifts the metagame. And, I mean, with three events this weekend, afterwards, that's going to be a lot to digest, too. Like, to go from the SPE this weekend the uh the two the two regionals i mean yeah they're all in different places of the world but i mean we've seen it earlier how uh the oceania regionals affected your decision to play gangard slc mm-hmm. so it's it's gonna be a weird take because people like might like oh i like this deck from this event i like this deck from this event uh where would you go from there combining those like potential three different results into the next event afterwards 
Yeah, so that's a great question. Um, what I would probably do is I would take the event that had like the most um like prestige because um Indianapolis Regionals is gonna have like eleven hundred to twelve hundred players. I think I saw so twelve oh eight last night. Yeah, so like I'll I think leave. like so I think like the majority of um players are going to look at that event simply because there's you know so many players when it comes to an event that's in um like south america they're maybe getting only two to three hundred people so i would mm -hmm. probably take something like um the indianapolis regionals probably more, as, as like, like a more weighted region. like it's more Correct. weighted okay 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 yeah yeah I, I mean like with with south america it's weird we had ricardo toddy on uh, after Death he Ricardo. got yeah, after he got second place, and we learned a lot about like how bad mm. Pokemon actually is in South America, and he gave us the information that he actually borrowed all of the cards in his deck from collectors. Yeah. His Mew oh, his wow. Mew Max deck was all borrowed. So was, yeah, if wow. with knowing knowing that a lot of the players there borrowed cards from collectors because of how bad the scalping is and the production is everything is there, I wonder how much more linear their metagame will be going into that's Joinville in comparison. Yeah, honestly, I think that's a great question. And like maybe that's, you know, like a reason why something like a Rapid Strike um Malamar deck was like um super big down there simply because it's easily you know, accessible. Cost, yeah. Like, yeah. More yeah, affordable. Yeah, it only costs like twenty to thirty dollars to make. I'm mean, compared to something like a Mu B Max, which costs well over a hundred dollars, you know. So yeah. um their economy is obviously um significantly different than ours so i'm not entirely sure you know like how that um correlates but yeah yeah they, now uh, i want i got a question go ahead, go ahead, yeah um you talked about me v max and just going back to that um you said you feel like if urshifu was a uh, the top deck to be on the lookout for right probably best deck in format right now you feel like you took that step back now with that being said is there a party that says hey i should actually bring Mew to counter all the urshifu or um, I don't think that Mew beats Urshifu. I think if the Mew player plays oh. um perfectly, I think it's about 50-50. Um, really? simply because um stuff like the glaring Moltres V, um the baby Moltres as well just causes a lot of issues. Um the thought about Mew is that Mew beats the decks that are trying to counter um something like um the Urshifu deck. So, for instance, something like a Duraludon deck that is, um, you know, like being um, played to counter um, something like Rapishak Urshifu doesn't, you know, like necessarily do um, super well um, versus Mew. So, I think that Mew is in a relatively um, strong spot simply because it beats the decks that are trying to beat um, decks like Rapishak Urshifu right now. So, that's probably why I think like something like Mew is actually in, like a relatively good spot right now is mainly yeah. for that reason. Do you feel okay. like you'll see a lot more Whimsicott uh, after Frank's run? That's a good question. Yeah, yeah. So I think that Whimsicott is going to be huge. I mean, the reasons being are this: one, the deck is um, relatively cheap to play. Mm -hmm. That's you know, like one thing. Second, the deck is considered to be fun, and then um, it is also a deck that I think that. Um, casual players are going to um gravitate towards and also there are going to be some um you know you know like there are going to be some um competitive players that also kind of gravitate so i think it's you know kind of you know, like starting to create like the perfect storm for this deck where i do truly believe that whimsicott is going to show up I mean, do i think the deck is very good 
it's okay in my opinion. I it's think okay. it's a, I think it's a solid tier it's two okay. deck. I, mean, I think that Frank did um so well um simply because people didn't know exactly um how to play um versus the deck yeah so i think that now you know like now the deck has been um you like established as a solid deck um people are now like okay we need to learn exactly how to play against it because the deck is obviously very strange and um, there's a lot of mm -hmm. um you know, like um weird cards like the exp share in it so that's where i think that the deck might start to struggle in the future simply because people don't or like people now know exactly what they should be doing against it and um you know like all um you know something like a mu deck um has to do is they have to tech in um, something like a um a second psych energy something like a um like um like the Arceus and Teleon decks all they need is something like an ordinary rod to help against that matchup so there's a lot of you know like one of cards yeah. that really help against something like a whimsicott that people are mm -hmm. now you know like going to put into their decks and it's going to really hurt um something like whimsicott but i still do think that um whimsicott is a very very strong deck um and i think it's i think there'll be several that have a shot you know like of making top 32 top 16 maybe one will squeak into top eight i'm not entirely sure um but i do think the deck is still strong but just not as good as it used to be Okay, yeah, I mean, in the past week, too, we, online, we've seen, like, these weird, like, Zamazena Arceus decks pop up, too, thinking, like, it's a hard counter to it, I'm like, but what else does that even beat, though? Like, because then, you like, you do, you still fold the Urshifu, the Moltres is just gonna take, take the Zamazenas down, like, I don't, I don't know wh why, like, people instantly hop in to, like, attempt to play, like, these bizarre decks for the shock factor right after an event, either, that's something that's always kind of confused me sometimes. Yeah, no, I definitely think that um, Frank is a perfect example because he's played so many weird, um, crazy types of decks. And yeah. sometimes it has worked out for him, but there have been tons of events where he's just gotten absolutely demolished um, simply because <laughs> he is taking, you know, like those, um, you know, like major risks. Um, Frank is a friend of mine, so yeah, you know, no, he's like, he's partially he's partially yeah, local. He's really he lives he lives yeah. about an hour away from here. He's played in cups and stuff that I've judged. Uh, so it's uh it's cool it's cool to see him finally get that uh good finish after all these years of crazy deck building and and everything. Sure, yeah, and you know, like I'm super happy for him because he works so much of the game. So like I'm really happy to see him, you know, finally start to break through and get like that big um second place finish. He almost got the first place, but draws were not in mm. you know like the cards for him in the finals. But you know, obviously to make second place is you know like such an amazing accomplishment yeah. for him. No, it's, and, it's, yeah, it's it's awesome. Yeah, because um I actually stayed with him and um I had um I had the Whimsicott list um locked and ready to go at about twelve o'clock. And like when I was thinking about it, I was like, I don't know if I have the ball to play this deck. So, um, that was, yeah, that was honestly like the scenario where I was like, I really do not, you know, like want to take this risk because um, I was in a situation where getting at least um, top 128 would um, you know, like get me the stipend. So I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to play Mew, yeah. trying to at least Something go. Safe. I'm 6 2 1 into day two get my stipend and i'm happy trip is successful so that was honestly like the main reason why i didn't take that risk maybe i should have obviously because you know he got i'm um, second place but i'm still you know like relatively pleased like with my deck choice for sure yeah no yeah, well, I, mean, I mean you pick something safe so yeah no there's no there's yeah. nothing there's nothing wrong with like you're already you're already confident with me 
Uh, so, you know, why not play it at that point? Especially if, like, that was, like, your main playtesting focus leading up to it, too. Yeah. I like the fact that you stated that, um, Whimsicott is, is, uh, almost, like, beginner-friendly for the most part. Yes. You know, like, for the casual gamer. Yeah. They can, you can pick up and they can be like, okay, so this goes here, and I use this attack, and you can't do any of this. I mean, it's, it's like, not super big brain where... Uh, you know, it's, it's it's easier for someone to pick up and start playing. So we might see a little bit this, you know, this weekend, right? Might see a couple of them. Oh yeah, I think there's going to be a lot of them. I think that out of like the top five or ten decks, I think it's going to be probably the third or fourth um, most played deck, simply because it's cheap, fun, and um, casuals are really going to gravitate towards the deck because it's a pretty funky deck, right? Mm -hmm. Like there's a lot of you know like weird stuff that you can do using things like. Fluffball V Star is one of the funniest attack names, you know, like we have seen. So yeah, I know I think the deck, you know, like is you I mean, know, really gonna yeah, like gravitate. Fluffball V Star is a good attack name, but I mean fluff gets in the way. You can't oh, yeah. top that attack. Yeah, name. no, it's got like it's got cuteness and, and even the attack name, so it's fluff gets in the way. Uh, that like, oh. that leads into like a that that gave me another idea for a question is that like since you said it's you know beginner friendly, easier to play, how do you feel about the difficulty of piloting the Urshifu list? And how many people are going to potentially play it and fail with that list? Uh, that's a great question. Uh, I think like I think seventy percent of the people that have not actually put like at least thirty to forty games into it should not play that deck. Like if you don't feel one hundred percent confidence um, in your matchups with that deck, and you know exactly what or like, and you don't know exactly what you should be doing in certain matchups. Every single turn, please do not play that deck because that deck is hard to play. Um, and I think it's the sec, I think it's the second hardest deck to play in the format simply because you have you know like so many um like routes of plays. It's like, do I go in with something like the Moltres? Do I you know like push for something like a yoga loop when do i use my um you know like you know, like my one prizers like there's so many like situations where you have to make um very um you know like precise decisions and if you make a misplay at one point your entire board state can just absolutely crumble so i think that you really want to test the deck at least you know like 50 to 100 games first you know like know exactly what you should be doing and then the deck makes a really strong choice but if you have any um sorts of doubts in your capabilities when it comes to playing that deck i would recommend against it i just think the deck is you know like really hard to play and it's even a deck where i'm just like oh my god you know like what do i do in this situation yeah the amount of options <laughs> like it sometimes yeah. feels like it's a little overwhelming sometimes well you guys hear that if you have any uh doubt in the deck that you're playing not just uh this urshifu deck but any deck at all call gabe smart he'll coach you up he'll walk you through it he'll, he'll take care of you yeah yeah you know, like i can definitely <laughs> um you know like help you guys on exactly how you know like, like you should play certain matchups and yeah so like honestly that was like the main reason why i played um something like mew it was just like i feel comfortable with that deck so mm -hmm. knowing to play your um you know like your comfort deck and always having that as like your um, second option is something that's like really important and that i would say was one of like the main reasons why I, like i was you know, like able to get uh top 64 at euic was mainly because i had you know, like that fallback deck where i was like okay i'm going to test stuff you know like the rapid strike decks and you know like i was like okay i don't necessarily feel like super super um comfortable playing that deck because i actually um 
almost play that deck as well. It's just that I was just like, I don't feel, you know, like super, super comfortable with this deck. I'm going to choose my comfort choice in Mew um, and see exactly how it goes. You know, I get worked out, obviously, at that time. But yeah, comfort picks are always super important. Always have that yes. deck where it's like, I can fall back to this and I know I can still do well because I know exactly, you know, like what I need to do in... Um, like specific matchups, so yeah. yeah. Always have that. Mew, I, I want to touch on that a little bit. Yeah, no. Mew, I, I, use I, I my use my too. fallback for sure. If I can't, I was just about to ask I, you. yeah. If I can't make if I can't make my decision, uh, probably by like Wednesday night, Thursday at the absolute latest. Just, just grabbing you. I'm just gonna grab you and play it for all I care at this point. You come on. No, I was gonna say. I was gonna ask. Um, well, I was gonna say that comfortability is very important. And I, you know, I don't have the extensive uh experience that you guys that you two have. I've been playing, you know, in real life just, uh, you know, recently for, you know, a few weeks. I've been playing online for a little bit. But um, if you know your matchups, that means you have to play test. You have to test a lot. But if you know your matchups and you're comfortable with that deck, you can do pretty decent. Um, online, Steven, you know this. My go-to deck was uh, for a while was Gengu. Because Gen Genku, right? Gengar Menachem. Oh, yeah. Dude, I remember that deck. Yeah, you remember those times. <laughs> and people played it horribly and people couldn't do well with it. But I actually did. Decent one because I knew my matchups, I knew my outs, and just because I played it so much and I was comfortable with it. Um, IRL, I've been playing only single strike. It's the only deck I have, single strike. But I played it so much now, I know my matchups, I know my outs, I know what I need to do, what I can't do, how to play. You know, it's so that comfortability is important. So, Stu, I was going to ask, what's your thoughts on, you know, comfortability with a deck? And, you know, if you, well, now you said it, your fallback deck would be Mew, if anything, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, it's always kind of been, like, uh, not, I'm not, like, the most competitive player uh, when it comes to, like, the regionals and stuff i've always just either judged or i've just gone and just had fun and, and met people and had a lot of fun that way um but i you know i wanted like i said we wanted to take it seriously and then uh you know pandemic happened and cut us off so i i i've been kind of tryharding it like locally testing and and playing with like our testing group and uh our one dude brock parch has this awesome deck list and like it's it's really cool and you don't feel comfortable taking I it. Don't feel comfortable taking no? it because it, it just it's it's so it's so wild. Um, so hey, sometimes that works. Yeah, we just talked about Frank. Look at Frank. Mm -hmm. I don't I don't feel like it's the the, you the, could the, be play, the, next the play for me. No, no, definitely, definitely <laughs> not 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 like that at all whatsoever. But I want to have so fun. That's, that's 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 more important, honestly. Just have that's fun, true. meet people. It's the it's my first event back. Your first regional in a while. Uh, so yeah, it's been a few true. years. So true. So then, Gabe, question to you. What's your fallback? Is it just Mew? Is that your fallback as well, or what? Mew's my fallback, yeah. yeah. So, for instance, mm -hmm. um, for this event that is um, coming up, I'm going to test everything that isn't Mew. Um, and if I find something that I'm like, this deck is broken, then I'm going to play it. And if I can't find something that, like, I truly like, then I'll just play Mew. Like, like I'll say okay. that, to be 100% honest with you. Um, simply because I know exactly, like, how to sequence it. And for the most part, I actually think that Mew is um, the hardest um, deck to play in the format, yeah. simply because there's okay. just so much sequencing that is involved. When you're drawing 15 to 20 cards a turn, it's like, oh, do I use my Rotom Phone first? Use my Chromatic first? Use my Quick Ball? It truly is the deck where it's almost impossible to play it like 100% right, but um, <laughs> I feel confident enough to play at a level where I think I could do okay with it. Um, so that is, you know, going to be my fallback option. I can say it right now. I'll probably test, you know, like two to three, um, 
like different decks, you know, like I'll probably test something like Ravishug Urshifu, you know, um, something you know, like the Arceus variants. And then if I'm like, okay, like I like one of those decks, then sure, you know, like I'll play that. But if I'm but like, not... okay, I don't necessarily feel, you know, like super comfortable with that deck, then I'll just play something like Mew. You know, like that's just my fallback option. Yeah, it's it's nice to have like a safety net, I guess. Because it definitely like, yeah. like as much as I would love to play something different and off the wall and just go for it like if i don't feel confident i don't i then i'm gonna have a bad time like if you're not confident even if you're not trying to win the event you're not gonna have fun and you're gonna have like the negative mindset of like oh god this deck i hate it i hate it the whole if you do that the whole weekend you're you're not gonna do well yeah and i would say like mew um for the european um international championships i don't necessarily like i don't like necessarily think it was like a super strong play I hit a lot of matchups that were considered hard, but simply because I knew exactly how to play against those, I was, you know, like able to make them at least um you know, like 50-50, which was which was like another reason why I started off um 701 was, you know, like simply because I was, you know, like I was hitting those like um you know, like I was hitting like those harder matchups, but since I knew exactly like what I was supposed to do, and also since Mew is just you know, like, super, super consistent, I was, you know, like, kind of, like, um, I guess, just, like, able to figure it out, so, you know, like, it worked out for sure, but, yeah, always having that comfort pick is the most important thing, so. So, besides from a comfort pick, if you could give any piece of advice to people who are going to their first big event, because, I mean, like, with 1,200 players for Indy, there's got to be at least half of that population all first-timers, if there's yes, any, if there's any, any bit of advice that you want to give to people, uh, that you that you know don't want to charge them for at this point, because it, it's that's good information. What would you want I to tell these players? Uh, sleep. Do not um, be like me and get two to three hours of sleep. Get seven to eight hours. Like um, for Salt Lake City, um, combined for um, day one and day two, I got to combine like seven hours of sleep um don't do that <laughs> i would say um get your sleep also um don't be afraid to um call um you know like judges when you think to need them they are here for that exact reason so i would not um you know, like hesitate if you have like a certain question about something always you know like be like hey you know like I want to ask the judge about this, et cetera, et cetera. So I think that sleep and also um, I would just say, you know, like have fun, right? Because like if it's your first event, the very first, you know, like regional experience is just truly um, surreal. So that's what I would say. It's just like enjoy the moment. Take it all in. That's what I would have to say. Yeah, there's a lot to do. Even if you don't think you're going to perform well, just go anyways. Have fun. And worst case scenario, you're going to meet a lot of people. If you've, yeah, been, playing, you if you've been playing online, you're going to meet content creators. You're going to meet people from chats, yeah. from YouTube, and the comment section uh, everywhere. And like, it's, I feel like these now are going to be more like social gatherings, at least this season. For a lot of people, like we've all been cooped up and locked away, and uh, I mean, we're yeah. all like foaming at the mouth to get there. <laughs> I know for me that if if I was going to any region this year, that would be my thing. Just I'm gonna go have fun, and I'm, I'm gonna see this guy, and I know that girl, I know him and her, and just yeah, that's have that's a have a good time. About it is that yeah, I started to prep people. my uh, my sheep box uh, today. Oh, that's right, you're taking that to, to so, Indy with yeah, me, that's right? 
So somebody come get come get some Marie and Flaffies and Ampharos, and we'll do it all on them. And have now, do you on. sign the 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 sleeve, or do you sign the card? I mean, I'll do whatever they want. I don't care. <laughs> if you're if you're going out of your way to come talk to me after like hanging out with us online for the past two years, yeah, I'll do whatever you want. I don't care. Mm -hmm. Don't take that out of context. Yeah. <laughs> you guys heard it here. Steuben will do whatever you want if you come talk to him. Just come and say, "Hey, Steuben, no request is off the table." I I, I don't say. I don't think that. No, um, no, no, no more, no, no further comments. <laughs> no, um, I had um had an opportunity to do that when I you know met Gabe. I was like, hey, this is the guy I seen online. I talked to him, and I went and met him. I was like, I was starstruck. I'm like, that's that's Gabe Smart. And I ran into Gabe. It's funny, Stu. I ran into Gabe a few times during a Players Cup. I think one. So yeah. we're grinding out Players Cup one tourneys, and then um, I hit you in a must win situation where if I did not win, I was not going to qualify. I'm being one thousand percent honest with you. It was in, it was in a finals of my final um, like final ticket. Yeah. It was my final ticket, and I hit you, and I was like, this literally determines whether or not I qualify because I'm the first. Um, because like the second one, I just had a terrible run. Like I just was just. I was just like losing to dead draws all the time. And I was just in like that last situation where I hit you. And I was just like, oh my God, I'm going to lose the Gazer B. And not what were you playing? I, what were you, I don't remember what you <laughs> played. I think I, um, I think in my last one, I played um, was ADP's Asian. Oh, it was, was, it was Gazer Beam? No, not Gazer. It was um, Senna Scorch versus um, ADP's Asian. And that was the most. That was one of the most terrifying matches of my life was playing against you in the finals of that pod. Yeah, I remember um early players cup, I played a lot of Center Scorch and a lot of Dragapult. And I had a weird Center Scorch list that worked for me, but no one else thought it was gonna work. It was uh remember the Salazzle? You could discard a fire energy and draw three cards. The Rose Reveal. Yeah, yeah, oh yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yes, yeah. yes, yes, Oh yeah, that's a fun one. I played it with that and people were like it's so weird, but it was working and I, it got me wins and I ran into you like maybe two times, three times, whatever it was. But yeah, I remember I that game. Like two or three times and yeah, in like yeah. the span of like I think there were four player cups, right? Mm -hmm. There was mm -hmm. four, yeah. Yeah, they did four. Span of four, yeah. It was the second one that was the really scary one for me, but yeah. <laughs> How does yeah, it feel to be the only person to say that you were afraid to lose to Gazer Beam there for a minute? Not <laughs> <laughs> Gazer Beam, anyone but Gazer. <laughs> it was incredibly funny at the time. So That's awesome. Like, um, yeah. yeah. At that time, his name was, uh, he, he's gone through, uh, what, three different name changes? I think I was um, Gabriel Smart TCG at that point, and then I transitioned to Smart TCG. Or TCG. I've been a bunch of, yeah, like, I've been a bunch yeah. of things, but it's been, you know, like one of those two for the past, like, year and a half. Yeah, I think about a year, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Steven, my dumb self, when, he, when I first met him, he was like, was it uh, Gray Bees? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, and I, I read it as Gary Bees. Gary B. So B. that's why you like always that. call him that like, now. Oh, yeah. I yeah, get it now. I was like, what? Yeah. Where, where Where? the hell is this he, coming yeah. from? Yeah. I read it as Gary B. Easy. I'm like, okay, guys, we're going up against Gary B. Easy. So I, I mean, that guy around Gazer, how many okay. names have you butchered, though, over the past oh, few years? Tons. Yeah. Tons. So, so I mean, yeah. whatever. It's, <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. So, it's always going to be Gary B. Easy to me. That's my boy, man. That's Gabe. <laughs> I'm glad you guys have that that uh, PC tube moment. Oh, yeah. That's that's so funny. That's so yeah, funny. That was, that was legendary. I'll never forget that one. <laughs> I must defeat Gazer Beam. <laughs> Meanwhile, probably on like ticket thirty, just having a good time, just vibing out. Like, right, oh buddy. yeah, oh yeah, ticket number thirty. Here we go. <laughs> I think was it was it two or three that I was robbing hooding my uh, my keys. 
that three? You just it might yeah. have been three. I Steven think would just hop into a tournament and just here take a win. Yeah, I would just here, I I, I Robin Hooded every key. I didn't care at that point. At PC two, here, you take a win. PC two drove me nuts because I played Luke Metal for half of them, and I wanted to just like I was like I'm done. I'm done. I hate this. I, I'm done. <laughs> and then three came, and I'm like I didn't want these keys. I'm just gonna give them away to everybody else. Enjoy your points. Good luck. Have fun. I couldn't, I couldn't take it anymore. I, I like deep down, like I kind of hate PTCGO and playing online. I today I played in two team challenges and I got second in both of them because I opened hands full of supporters. Sounds like best. Of I, one. Like best of one, ironic. Like, uh, and the in the, the part that, that add the insult to the injury in the first team challenge qualifier, I played against a gentleman who was playing Ice Rider. I wiped the floor with him. Whatever. It was quick and easy. He conceded super quick after I knocked out his uh, ice rider with a, with, a, with a boss. And then in the second team challenge qualifier, it was he and I in the end, in the finals. And I, I bricked. Like, he bricked in, in the last one. I bricked in the next one. I was like, I'm, I'm done. I'm over this. I'm over this. I'm not trying anymore. I think today's the last day for him anyways or whatever, so... It's only the I uh, I didn't play. the the only ones I played in were today. I I didn't even bother the entire the entire time. I just I was like, ah, they need. People. I did one for uh, for Lorelai for Led Gengar. I did one for her. I meant to hop in her second one, but I didn't get a chance to. But I hopped in one. I took second place, so got some prize in the pickup. Okay. <laughs> so we've pretty much covered all the stuff I wanted to at this point. So, Gazer, it's all up to you now. Carry us. You you want first off you want Gazer to carry something. I've asked all the questions I wrote down, so yes, Gazer take Gazer take the wheel. Oh my gosh! I played basketball yesterday. I carried one of my teams one time, so I mean I, I guess I could do it again. Um, <laughs> no, just um, Gabe, just get, let's get your final thoughts or uh, anything that you want to speak on about uh the regionals coming up, Indy, Jersey, anything. Yeah. Like, what are you uh, most excited for? What are you most nervous about? If anything, you're probably not nervous. You're, I mean, you're capable, smart, so. <laughs> Uh, I would probably say I'm most excited to see what, like, um, new decks, you know, like, start to, um, you know, like, come out of these events. I still think that the format can um, change a little bit more. Like, I think we've, you know, like, really, like, figured out exactly, like, what the top three to four decks are. But I'm curious to see if there's any more type of, you know, like, whimsicottish, you know, like... um, Type decks that people were like, wow, I wasn't expecting that deck to do well. That is honestly like one of the things, you know, because like I would like to see um, some type of shakeup in the metagame um, where, you know, something like a Whimscott deck says, I'm a rogue deck, but I can still do, you know, like super well. So that would be like one of the things I'm most excited to see, um, like to see. Um, and then, yeah, you know, like the traveling will be fun. Like I'm excited to. Um, see like new places and hopefully do semi okay. <laughs> now talking about the travel, um, what was Germany like? Was that your first time there? Yeah, yeah, so it was my first time there. Um, it was super clean. Like that was honestly like, um, <laughs> one like the nicest things. Like I didn't see like a piece of trash on the ground. You know, like, um, like not even like a napkin on the ground. Like it was just like absolutely spotless. Um, I definitely would say that I didn't get to see um too much of it because i got in like on wednesday and then i was just like super tired so like i kind of just you know like i'm um, slept and relaxed and then thursday i spent um you know just like grinding and grinding just you know, like playing like tons of games out and mm -hmm. then friday 
and I played, and then Saturday I played, and then I left on Sunday, so I necessarily didn't get to see, like, a whole lot. Um, but the food was good. Um, but, yeah, like, honestly, the one thing that um, kind of made me laugh was there was a place that charged um, water, and it was, um, I think it was, like, $6 per, like, glass or something like that. Like, it was a lot. So that was, like, the first thing where I was, like, I'm paying $6 for, like, a couple glasses of water. That was the first thing where I was, like, wow, this is, you know, like, you know, like I'm significantly different. Um, but yeah, like other than that, you know, like it was a um, fantastic experience, and like I was, I you know, like super grateful to go. And um, London's in, I think, like three months, so I'm excited to see, you know, like a different um, part of the European continent. So yeah, Steven, did he say six dollars for a glass of water? I, I oh heard, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it's. Yeah. Was it a fancy restaurant? Check, and I was. Mm, it was like you know, I don't know maybe like a tier <laughs> B, or like you know, it was maybe like <laughs> like. Thirty dollars for a steak, like necessarily, like wasn't. No, like, I didn't like, get a good review on Yelp. Huh? No. Um, but yeah, you know, like I was looking at it and I was like, six dollars for water? I've never seen that before. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's so just kind of customary, was... to be honest. Uh, like my stepdad was uh, in the army, and he always said, like, yeah, when you're overseas, there's not you, you don't you don't tip and think not nothing is nothing is always free. So like how here we get like water and like bread like like complimentary or whatever like now nah, you you pay for that overseas for the most part oh my yeah, gosh. yeah yeah you pay for everything over there apparently so yeah you don't tip huh no not always not, every, mean, not every country you can um we actually um asked that question at a restaurant and they said like you don't necessarily have to but you know like it's of something that they do like appreciate but <laughs> we actually did um like ask that exact question to someone we were like hey like are we supposed to tip them or not which like we end yeah so we ended up like finding yeah out, like, i it isn't, i think they mostly get like actual like to. like a real wage for like working service industry <laughs> oh, compared yeah. to here like where you get like, taking okay, shots at america oh i mean i mean it, it the whole <laughs> tipping situation where everyone gets paid like less than minimum wage at these restaurants and stuff here in the states it's it's honestly not not the right way to do it it's just not those people are putting the same amount of work and time if not yeah. more into people who have like a normal nine to five or whatever and they get like the no, worst the theory they is, get the worst of it too the theory is they make it up you know with tips and you know things like that not that's all, not it's always not, true no, no you could have a no. super super bad day or business could be slow and then like oh cool you made a dollar 75 for eight hours <laughs> each hour like it's yeah. not imagine so like I had a friend who relied on that. And yeah, yeah. Like, there were some days where he would you know, like walk home with like fifteen bucks after like an eight hours. I'm like, dude, like, yeah, like, yeah. It's it's uh it's rough. But see, speaking of finances, how do you manage to budget yourself for all of these events that you go to? Yes. I, okay, so that is a question I've been asked a lot. You know, because I'm going to pretty much you know like all of these tournaments. Everything. First thing yeah. is um living at home the second thing is i'm saving for an entire year um i you know like basically told myself i was like when the season um you know like starts to come around i want to see exactly how i do and i'm willing to do you know like whatever it takes to try and like maximize you know like my potential as a player and after i got top eight at salt lake city I was like, okay, like I can, you know, like hopefully do it. And then I got um a 37th at um, you know, like EOIC. But when it comes to financing, that's a good question. Um I typically like to stay with people. Um mm -hmm. when it comes to um you know, like going yeah, you know, to like um regionals. I think I stayed with like 
think I stayed with like five people um, for Europe. So that's, you know, like a really good um, way to cut down costs for sure. Um, but like, I try to be smart. Um, I try to wait and see, you know, exactly, you know, like when um, flights are in low, like at you know, like their um you know like they're very lowest that is like one of like the most important things for sure clever, clever. um but i like i definitely will say i could be i'm significantly um smarter when it comes to um financing myself i will say these first you know like two to three events i definitely have um splurge them significantly more <laughs> but as of right now i am i'm still in the green um once I get like my stipend money and stuff like that, I'll still be in the green actually, which is, you know, like super surprising to me because I was not expecting to actually do that because um, when it comes to it, like you can't make your entire living off, um, you know, like um, competitive winnings. You need to have sponsorships. You need to have, you know, like, um, you know, like social media outlets, et cetera, et cetera, because you have to have, you know, like tons of ways to make funds because just, you know, like spending, you know, like, Five hundred dollars to go to a regional, plus you have, like plus you also also probably have to spend you know, like on hotels and like yeah. food, etc. Yeah. etc. You're probably getting up to like eight or nine hundred dollars at the end of the day, which is basically saying I have to top eight or better every single event to every be time. able to, um, yeah, you know, like to make that money back. So I would just have to say like you definitely have to be smart about it, and you, you like if you truly want to do this, you have to have different sources of income when it comes to you know like yourself as a player like i know like um coaching has been a huge help that is you know like one source of income when it comes to sponsorships that's another source of income so you really have to start to combine them all into one and that's how someone um you know like azul is able to do it um full time he can go to you know like um like um he can like hop on a plane to Germany if he wants to. Like, it's just like you need to have tons of sources of income to be able to do this full time. And it's hard. It is like 100% hard. Um, and I don't know exactly, you know, like how long like I'm going to be able to do it. But, you know, like I'm super um, thankful that I have the opportunity to at least try it right now and see exactly, you know, like where it takes me. But yeah, you know, like it is hard. Yeah, yeah, I mean, enjoy the ride while you can. Yeah. You know, you don't like say so you don't know how long it's gonna happen, but I mean, as long as you can keep doing it, you, you have the support of your parents now who kinda of understand what you're doing now, they kinda of get They're it. Like, oh yeah, so, like you brought home a couple thousand dollars. You know, oh, okay. okay. It was, <laughs> it was <laughs> worth you going to Germany then. Keep going. So yeah, yeah. The fact you have their support, you're still at home, you know, and uh you still have a chance to do it. And you know, you're just adding more revenue, hopefully through YouTube, through Twitch, you get more yeah. sponsorships, things like that. Do it as long as you can, man, and keep going. And you know, we'll support you. I got your back. Thank you. Yeah, so honestly, That's 25 like, cents, man. <laughs> yeah, so like honestly, like one of like the most important things that or I guess you know, like my type of um, you know, like business philosophy right now is that I'm spending money to hopefully make it back in the future. Um, mm -hmm. so that's, you know, like where um, you know, like someone like Azul lost um, you know, like lots of money, but he just kept going after. He just kept grinding, you know, like he kept himself um, you know, like um super like um humble i would say and now you know like he's doing like super super well so it's just like yeah my like theories that you know, like you have to invest something to make something back and that's you know kind of like the transition period i'm in right now where i'm you know trying to you know put you know like those um chips forward and see exactly where they land and if it doesn't work out then like i got school like i got yeah you know, like, i go back to work and stuff like that like i I'm right, sure right. Not, yeah. Uh, um, blood, sweat, tears, that. time, and money, basically.
Yes, that's yeah. exactly what it is. Like, well, that's money. like you're not you're not going to win them all, and like you know, it, 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 yeah. I, I mean, people have won back to back events and all, but like they, ha so they, they haven't won them all. They have like I don't think there's anybody who's ever like had like the hottest streak uh, ever uh, as a Pokemon player. So yeah, I mean, yeah, I could go. 0-4 this weekend and be like, well, shit, you know, like, like now I'm down a thousand dollars, and then like the next week I can go 0-3. I'm like, well, there's another eight hundred dollars, you know, right? There's so, so many variables. Anything can happen. Really Just, it's it's yeah, it's anything that. can happen. That's the part that sucks. But I mean, we love this card game, though. We love this game. <laughs> Oh yeah, I, it is. It is like a drug. Like I just need more fitness. <laughs> That's how and, I felt the entire time during pandemic with like not even locals. I was fiending just to be like, yeah. can we can we do anything? Play those we, cards, yeah, right? yeah. Oh. Well, um, my local had a winner box this weekend. You know, playing a tournament. I think it was seven rounds, and top player wins a box, right? If not, you yeah. get a pack for every you know every win you get. And I've been doing pretty decent lately, you know, three and one, three zero. You know, I was like, I'm pretty hot. I should play. And then my stepdaughter had a basketball game. I'm like, yeah, blame Anaya. Oh, yeah, blame Anaya. It's all, uh, her, it's all her fault. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. If not, I would have been right in there. Yeah, I would have been right in there. But I'm like, I better support my stepdaughter. But man, I love me at this winter box. But uh, I signed up for the pre-release though, so I'll, I'll be at pre-release uh, set the 13th, doing a pre-release tournament that uh that midnight. So I'll be there for that one. Then the oh. following one, a box, maybe it'd be Astral Radiance. Who knows? I'm not sure. I'd have to talk to Reggie about it. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, I'm glad you guys can like link up and play locally together. That's super awesome. It's probably really good. It's Calvary. really good for Gazer to, to you know like to have someone that's like solid there to be like, all right, cool. What what can I do better? Like, and you actually get like the hands-on experience too in that in that regards. True. So it's, yeah, next it's time you come awesome. get, I'm gonna ask you every single question. Why'd you play that? Why'd you do that? What's this? What's there? So when are you coming to Cali, man? Uh, maybe in September. Hey, we're thinking about it. Uh, that's when she can finally we did take a, a podcast vacation. live with each other. What? Yeah, yeah. We can. Uh, Good mind told us we can crash with him. So, like, it's not. The He's in L.A. I yeah, believe. but I mean, so like, if we're going to California, we're going to go up and down the whole, the whole, the whole state. So we'll figure it out. We'll, we'll figure it out. But now hey, let's do some from? stonks. Uh, this is a segment where uh, we go over oh. the potential financial values of cards and or the playability uh, stonks. Uh, I have two kind of dumb dumb ones to talk about <laughs> money-wise. I have I have two, and they're kind of, you know, they're kind of molded into one. Gabe, so this is your chance to come up with any cards you think will uh, see more playability, you know, in the upcoming weeks, or they think it's going to go up in value in the upcoming weeks, any cards like that. So, Subin, what do you have for us, man? So, surprisingly, this is this 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 caught me off guard. I was looking today. Okay. Regular Sencinos from Sword and Shield base set are sitting at $2.50 a piece. Hold on a second. That used to be like a 20-cent card, right? It was, was literally quarters or 50 cents two weeks ago. Is it because I don't know why exactly Ma they're Ma going I, up. Like, there isn't necessarily any deck that plays. Like, people it. were I mean, playing it with Malamar, but also Inteleon with Malamar at the same So, yeah. like, there's both of those I'm builds. Trying, so, trying yeah. to figure that one out. Yeah, it, um, that, that caught me off guard that it's uh, that much. So, if I see one for like a dollar, I better grab it, huh? Uh, I don't What's know. Do we it? have Lipard? No, it, yeah, Lipard exists, and Lipard's like a quarter for the non hollow. Like yeah, I got Lipard recently for like fifty cents. That was a yeah. reverse hollow for like fifty cents. So yeah, I feel like. But I mean, I guess the thing with since you know, I guess it's a level ball searchable, so everybody's on on it for that. Yeah, and I mean the the new Mincino from Astral Radiance has like call for family or whatever it is, or find a friend or whatever. 
So, Fun. but again, like I, I don't, I don't see that being like relevant, and I don't know why it went up that high out of nowhere. Two dollars. So if you find them in your quarter boxes at your locals, uh, I guess buy them. Nagging them up. And yeah. then the other one I wanted to point out is that Arceus V Star and V are both trending downwards in value. Arceus, are they really? Yeah, they are. Yeah. The uh, I think it's because of that uh, promo box is coming it, out. Well, the V Star is not getting a reprint. It's just the V. Yeah, they've just the V. Yeah. So the regular V from this set is less than ten on average as of today on TCG Player, and the V Star, like the V Star finally broke below thirty dollars a piece, and they were sitting at thirty five okay. for the longest time. So they were um, interesting to they see that it's on a downward buy. trend. Is it, it? It could have something to do with all the Urshifu floating around that people are like, "Oh, I'm afraid to buy it now." Uh, well, Mew is so Mew has stayed uh, stable in price, so. I gotta get my nail so I can finally play something besides single strike. Oh my gosh. But yeah, that, that's it for me on the finances. Gazer, take it away. <laughs> um, Playability-wise, this sounds odd, but it's, I think it's, it's a medical. I called Charizard a couple weeks ago. I was wrong on that one. And then I called um, uh, Manaphy, and I was right on Manaphy. This one, I think I might be right on this one too. Um, Duraludon. I think Duraludon sneaks back in, and with that being said, I think Single Strike Mustard might make an appearance sometime this uh, weekend or so. The reason being, Urshu is going to see an uptick, and yes, Urshu plays regular fighting energy, regular dark energy, yes, that happens, but it takes, it limits it, their ability to uh, use the, the Rapid Strike energy, right? Um, if there's any Single Strike in, in play, Duraludon takes care of that. Um, Mew VMAX is not going to play its own Path to the Peak, so you don't have to worry about that. I just feel like Duraludon can see some play just based off of those things, and then Mustard's been a real cheeky way to get it out recently, like you, uh, you try to play a Mustard your first turn or second turn, and then you're sitting with maybe two Duraludons on the bench, and for your opponent to have to go through two Duraludons and have to find all their Path to the Peaks and all their Shred attacks and all that stuff, it's a little more difficult. I mean, yeah, it takes a while to charge up, and it's, it's slower, but you're tanking off attacks, nothing's touching you. So I feel like that could see some play, maybe. I don't know. And then with the Whimsicottu, the DTE energy. I don't know. I, I, Duraludon. I'm calling Duraludon. Yeah, I just looked up Duraludon real quick. Uh, it's actually at its all-time low uh, for the VMAX on TCG Player. Right now? Uh, lowest like, you know, lowest I mean. listing is 322. Uh, there's a Oof. there's a handful under under four bucks. Uh, a lot of them <clears> close <throat> to three with a dollar shipping. So yeah, they were they were close to ten eleven dollars for uh, like, a hot minute. Like, yeah, and that's yeah. actually. Um, when I bought them, so now I feel really stupid about spending them because I actually have. Um, I don't think I've ever taken them out of my binder. They've just been, you know, kind of sitting there. But maybe I'll take them out of my binder this week for indie. Never know. <laughs> Might change your mind last second. Gabe, is there any card that you think is uh, on the rise or we should be on lookout for? Ooh, that is a good question. I have to go through the catalog of thousands of cards now. Yeah, um, what I would probably say is I think that Hoopa V has a potential to go up in price um, simply because, um, like, Ooh, the Arceus cool. Dark decks can just slap in a Hoopa V. Super good versus the Rapid Strike Urshifu deck. So if we see that card do, like, super well, people are going to start to buy, like, um, like tons of them because they're so cheap, um, which might, you know, like, start to inflate the price a little bit. Um, and I do think other cards like... The Manaphy are probably also going to see a rise as well, yeah. for sure. Yeah, like I, I called Manaphy last week. Yeah, we definitely uh, hit on Manaphy. Yeah. But Hoopa V, I liked that card when it came out. It's just, it was so awkward to charge up. I liked the fact that it hit for, you know, uh, two re you know relevant weaknesses yeah. at the time. And then Mew came out, it became even more relevant. But it's just, it's so awkward to charge up. But, um, 
mean, not Mill didn't come out, but you know, Mew, you know, gained a whole lot of traction. It just became even more relevant. But I feel like when Dark Patch comes out, you might want to grab those Hoopa V's now while they're cheaper, right? Yeah. I have one. I got one from my shop for like two bucks. Yeah, looking at I need to go back and try to get the rest of them. Looking at the value of Hoopa, the V is floating between a dollar to a dollar twenty-five, like the, the the promo one from the box. But the full mm -hmm. art from the set is between four and five, trending upwards. Yeah, so, what did I grab? So I I grab, uh, grab your promo promos while they're about a buck, buck fifty. Yeah. Uh, you heard it here first. Pokey's dollars. I grabbed the promo for two dollars, so I feel kind of dumb now. Yeah, no, I feel like it'll go over two dollars if it sees success. <laughs> it's uh, those boxes are already out of print, so I mean, like, you can't really like walk into a, a normal hobby shop that has small allocations now and find those. So hey, let me get that Hoopa V box. Yeah, yeah. no more of that. Yeah, you might get lucky and find like your uh, Walmart, your Target, or your Myers or something or whatever. But you know, who knows. That Hoopa box came out with uh, the Dragonite box too, right? So I'm guessing that's yeah. out of print too. Yeah, at the same time. Yeah, and, and Dragonite like when it, when it blew up a little bit online with uh, expanded, it went from like a buck, two bucks to three or four, uh, and kind of went back down a little bit again. But you know, R.I.P. Dragonite. Uh, any All right, so stocks? moving on. Um, yeah, songs. We're done with that. Are we cool. ready for the Q and A? Yeah, yeah. All right, time for the Q and A from the chat question. Check, check, the, oh my god, the chat section. Wow. Brain farts. <laughs> Anyways, uh, the first question is from Bad Robot Guy. What card in Astral Radiance are you most excited about? Dark Patch. I think Gazer's on the, on the Dark yeah, Patch wagon. I'm, I'm Dark Patch. Yeah. I'm uh, Dark Patch. I, I really like Palkia, but Dark Patch is number two. I've I've always loved like water decks and uh, seeing that like it's a, it's a big water accelerator. I'm cool with it. Uh, second question is from Kapow. Can you make money winning Pokemon tournaments at the moment, especially with travel and accommodations being so expensive? We kind of touched on this a little bit, but. Um, so your question is, how do I like, how do you handle it? I guess being so expensive. Yeah. We'll go with that. I guess um, if it's profitable, I guess it's like really okay, is it worth it. I don't so know. about <laughs> probably two years ago, uh, flights to um, like, like somewhere could be like three, four hundred dollars, maybe even two hundred dollars if you got lucky. Now it's seven, eight hundred dollars right now. Um, since obviously there have been some um conflicts overseas that hopefully get resolved soon. Um, but I mean. The only way to like compensate for everything being more expensive is just to work twice as hard. I mean, that's honestly where really, like um, I have been. It's just like, well, I guess I have to spend, you know, like $600 to go here. I guess I have to work, you know, like significantly more hours. And it sucks right now. I will like 100% say that travel is not very um, forgiving for people. So the best thing that I would probably do is try and drive to regionals if you can. Like, yeah you know like take you know like that seven hour drive and setting like that two hour flight because you're gonna save so much money from that because like um like even like the short flights are just so expensive right now too where i'm just like oh my god and like i can't yeah so it's 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 honestly tough right now i honestly think that waiting is like a perfectly acceptable thing simply because there's a lot of stuff that's going on in the world that hopefully you know, like um gets resolved soon which will drive back down the prices because the prices should not be this high like i, I think there was like a statistic that said we're like um like plain um like um ticket prices are up like 40 45 like at the very least which is just disgusting so hopefully it goes down 
I think everything's hurting that aspect right now with the with what's going on. I think just prices and everything just uh, it's getting so bad. You gotta you gotta keep top Aiden, Gabe, so you can take care of stuff. <laughs> <I'm playing. laughs> uh, shall we move on to the next question, Steven? Uh, no. Uh, one one thing, my, like for indie, like the most expensive thing for me is uh is just gonna be the entry fee because it's a it's a four and a half five hour drive. There's six of us in two rooms that are booked together through a duplex. Uh, we're splitting gas between two cars, so I I mean like it's not gonna be crazy. That's expensive. a smart way to do it. That's yeah. a so smart carpool way to do it. room Let's together. The yeah. That's smart yeah. way to do it. Okay, well, now what's the plan for food for you guys? Oh, I splurge on food. That's just me. <laughs> that's yeah. the, he said, that's the one thing I spend on. That's the one thing. That's the one thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll go out to like a um nice um steak dinner for sure. But that's just you know like I don't like necessarily get to see um you know like some of these friends every single mm-hmm. month so yeah. you don't have like, a good time hey, like, i get I that yeah time, the last yeah. time i went to indy i think we ate at the hard rock cafe because it was like within walking distance um <laughs> and then, i mean like i got a steak that night it was good times now i know uh your fiance i know emily she she loves herself some food so yes. you gotta you gotta take you gotta treat her right while well, you're out there she, right she she's not going sadly she just started. She just started her job, so she couldn't get the get the Friday off. She and... loves food. What do you? You, you got to bring back something, then, Stu. She she'll be at NAIC with me though. So okay, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> All right, next question. Yeah, go move on. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this came from Bad Robot Guy. What are your thoughts on Whimsicott? Do you hate it, love it, or are you indifferent to it? Ah. Uh... Sometimes I love it. Sometimes I hate it. Sometimes it depends on the hammer flips, whether they go your way or not. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, wow, this deck's really good, or wow, this deck is terrible. No, but um, actually, like to be quite honest with you, I think it's a fine play for Indianapolis. Like, I think it's like acceptable. Um, I would say I'm kind of in the middle. Um, I think it's strong, but my concern is that people are going to add in, you know, like more um basic energies into their deck to try and um like counter them so i'm indifferent i guess like i'm kind of in the middle so yeah i think it's okay what do you think Stu? yeah i mean uh it's it's cheap we talked about it earlier uh if you're comfortable with it play it yep yeah so we have a couple other questions are we reading these they're uh, funny they're, they're hilarious but are so, we reading these i mean <laughs> i'll read this one uh this is from uh Pass-Matute. Puppetoot himself. If you were to cast an official Pokemon event with the great streamer trainer Chip, what Pokemon pin would you have on your suit? If you if you were if you were asked to replace Hegster tomorrow, for... I don't think I'd ever be in that spot as of right now. Um, okay. Hypoth- hypothetically, hypothetically, whatever. But when it, I mean hypothetically speaking, uh, I would say. I really like the Mew pin. Um, I think it was, was it um, Chip that had it on, or was it Joe? I think it was Joe that had a, um, yeah, who had like a Mew pin on. I really like that. I, I think I think Chip Mew had pin. Celebi for EUIC on. Someone had Mew on, and I and thought then that was really I think the last time I think for for uh, SLC Chip had uh, Caterpie then Butterfree. Uh, I didn't see Caterpie and Butterfree. Yeah, I, I think he flip flopped. Caterpie and Butterfree? That was for that, that was for S- SLC or whatever. But yeah, the yeah, Celebi. The wow. Celebi. Uh, yeah, I have but a lot, I have a lot of pins. Huh? I'd have to think about that more, but you know, like that's just gonna be um, like my. Um, I'll probably have that new uh, Lucario drip, the one that just came out. I probably wear that one. 
Oh, maybe that one. That one's good. Drip it up real yeah. quick. Like, hey. Those ones are too yeah. big. Those new ones they've been putting in these boxes are kind of too big because they have two pins, man. Like, there's too much going on in the backgrounds of those things. <laughs> All right, we have one final question, and this is from Xeno Omni. Does Gabe coach with single strike Urshifu? Um, a, these are the questions I know that person. That's a joke. Oh, um, it's a joke. Okay, yeah, elaborate. Yeah, yeah. So uh, basically, the joke is is uh, when I started coaching, like ninety percent of my clients were like, "Hey, I want single strike coaching." So it was <laughs> just so that's a deck like I really know. So um, if you need help with you know, like your single strike Urshifu decks or your Gengar deck, I'm the guy because I've done a insane amount of um yeah and like coaching on that deck it's it's i've done so much on it it's almost hilarious so um even like recently uh as it's like kind of fallen out of favor a little bit recently no but about a probably about like a month and a half ago it was like three hours a day a single strike coach. <laughs> <laughs> oh man i mean that's like i said that's all i play in real life because that's all i could afford at the time i can if i sat there and you know order things from ttg player i could but i'm just like Eh, I have this. I'll keep playing, see if I like it. And I like playing in real life, so I'm like, I, I gotta get more cards. But in the meantime, that's all I have. So, I've learned to play it pretty well, pretty decently. It's, honestly, Gabe, it's not a terrible call meta-wise. Honestly. Okay. I think okay, it's fine. The, okay. The Umbreon takes care of Mew for me, which I've done uh, countless times. Uh, Urshifu, you start, early on I took care of Arceus, but then Aaron started putting in Dunsparce. And I hate Dunsparce now. Because I think I have a good Arceus matchup, and then all of a sudden, oh, Dunsparce. I'm like, now what do I do? So, it's, um, it's okay. You're right, it is okay. I've, I've done pretty decent with it. But, um, man, that must have been tough. Three hours a day coaching people through <laughs> through single strike practice. Yeah. Well, then every yeah. single day, but there are some times where it's like, I want single strike coaching. And I get another client, like, I want single strike coaching. I'm like, sure, like, I'm happy to help on it. Yeah. So, yeah, just yeah, Gengars, yeah. Urshifu. And I'll tell my friends, I'm like, Picos. I have, like, four hours of it today. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's, that sounds yeah. rough. Well, Gazer, if you decide to buy, out of here. Uh, Gazer, if you decide to buy more cards, uh, make sure you use the uh, TCG Player affiliate link that'll be down in, in the description below and Spotify, Apple, and YouTube, and all I, that I nonsense. Uh, so now I we'll uh, we'll we'll leave the floor to you, Gabe. Any shoutouts that you want to uh, provide to anybody? Anything you want to say to anybody out in the community who may or may not be listening? Floor is yours. Yeah. So. Um... Twitch is going to be Smart TCG. YouTube is going to be Smart TCG. Twitter is also going to be Smart TCG. And then um, my um, MetaFi is um, Gabriel Smart. My coach a lot of people on there, like you know, because like there's a lot of regionals that are coming up. So you know, like you want to know exactly, you know, like what you should be playing. You know, like you want to get, you know, like that, um, you know, like that confidence level up. So yeah, so like. I've been doing a lot of coaching, so yeah. If you want to improve your game, then I am there for that as well to help you um, reach that goal and your potential. So like, feel free to hit me up. Um, consultations are free as well, so like you can kind of you know like see exactly you know like what you can gain from me and you like what you're you know like what you like really want to work on. So yeah, that's cool. Sure that's that. cool. But, but yeah, 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 no. But like, I'm thank you so much for having me. This was super super fun, and I hope to be on in the future. Awesome. Okay, thank right you for on. joining us, man. This was a uh, this yeah. was fun for me. You this know, you not gotta good good talks about and, everything yeah. meta and uh, your insights. Uh, I appreciate it, man. So, yeah. awesome. For nineteen years old, this guy's pretty wise. Wait, 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 wait. Only nineteen years old, this guy's pretty smart. Yeah, you're smart TCG. Yeah, yeah. Right, having that last it? name is sometimes yeah. really nice, but sometimes there's a lot of jokes <laughs> where people are like, "Are you actually smart?" Or like, "Or like, you're not doing very well in this tournament. You don't look very smart today." 
Oh um, yeah, the bad. I hope, you, I hope, hope you have a game cast that gets cast, and uh, one of the commentators say something like that. No, oh, yeah, yeah, that'd be hilarious. I'll talk to Ethan about it and be like, "Hey, man, like you gotta, you know, like make like some type of pun on my last name." Yeah, um, yeah, because yeah, me and Hexer are like super close, so yeah, it'd yeah. be funny. To get just, just that. give the camera like the stink eye, and he'll know what to do, when to do it. Like, <laughs> all right, man. Thanks so much for joining us. Yeah, of course. All, Thank right. you all those links, uh, everything will be in the yeah, down in below the in the description and description uh, below. Yep. Please okay. go check Thank out you, Gabe and all of his content and support him in any way you guys can. But that's it from us for the Gust of Wind podcast. Gazer. Um, it's the blast, man. Had a good time. I got to chop it up with my buddy from uh that I met in real life, and me and him have history. That arc, that uh, uh ADP and that Cinescorch matchup is ooh, it's gonna go down forever, man. But yeah, I enjoyed this uh, Stu. Appreciate it. We'll do it again next week, right? Hopefully with Indy. Uh, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. So stay tuned for something. Something's going to happen. We'll figure right. it out. That's it for us. Take it easy, everybody. Hey, appreciate you. Thank you guys.